Okay, I'm here at the Monaco Media Forum with Jimmy Mayman, who runs uh, International at the AOL Huffington Post Media Group. Um, Jimmy, you've been expanding Huffington Post uh, with several editions throughout the world. UK, France, Spain, Italy, C Canada, I think you have six editions right yes, now. Correct. How many editions do you want? Um, I think right now we're looking at uh, a list of at least 10 more markets that we think uh, that we need to, uh, to cover off. Um, and, and then we actually have a second tier of market that we will consider, but that right now they're not at a stage where we think uh, you know, they're viable markets, economically viable for us uh, to, uh, to go in uh, to right now. Because we're, we're looking at a number of things when we look at a market. We're obviously looking at the audience potential, uh, but also the advertiser potential, and uh, you know, to a certain extent also you know, what kind of broadband penetration are we seeing. So if you take a market like India, uh, you know, very interesting market for us, but but in terms of advertising spend and um, and, and and penetration in the rural areas, it, it is very limited. So uh, so India is, is on our on our list, but it, it's further down, but has a huge potential for the future. Um, what we're looking at when we're looking at these markets is we wanna we wanna build business cases where we in a two year within a two year period can get to break even, uh, and and also we wanna believe that we within you know a three to five year period can be in in, in the top five news category in that market. Uh, because that's what we feel is needed if you if you want to drive uh, a local business in, in a given market and be profitable. Okay, in many of the cases um, of rolling out a local edition outside of North America, you've chosen to do it in partnership with an existing old media brand like uh, Le Monde in France, which perhaps surprised me a little that many of these old newspaper brands had have already tried to do online for themselves. Um, why? How were you able to convince them to go into partnership, and what are they getting out of it? Actually, uh, you know, I understand why you asked that question uh, because obviously, if you look at the, the Le Monde, El Pais, the La Repubblicas of the world, it's you know strong traditional uh, players uh, sitting on a, you know, most of them on a top position within the the, the traditional news category in, in in those markets. But but also, if you then look at the transition uh, that they've done into digital online, um, you know, they've 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 done okay, but not amazing, and they haven't really unlocked. Uh, or found the holy grail for, for for that part of their business, which is why you know a number of these uh, big media publishers uh, really open to have that conversation. Because um, as Louis Dreyfus from uh, from Le Monde uh, said to me when when we started our conversation in France, he said, you know, I'd rather cannibalize my own uh, business than someone else cannibalizes my business. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, I'd like to kind of have the opportunity of getting those learnings and potentially apply some of those across my other online properties. Yeah, does that make the UK, for example, more difficult? You don't have a partner there, presumably because, presumably because it was already a very competitive market where a lot of the newspapers already have their own comment portals. Um, actually, you know, there has been interest from some of the players in the, in the UK market to do a partnership after the fact. Uh, so as I said uh, when I did my presentation, actually in Canada and UK, we were really trying to find out how how should we approach the whole internationalization? So we launched it on our own because they were English speaking and, and because you know AOL had a significant presence in, in those markets. Uh, because one of the things we're also getting from our partners is you know, we can focus on hiring a very strong editorial team. We don't have to hire any back office people, we don't have to hire a sales team. Uh, you know, in, in, and, and the same was the, uh, was the case in UK and Canada because AOL already had those things. Uh, so you could say AOL was our partner in UK. 
uh, and in Canada, but of course they're not a traditional, uh, you know, news media player. Uh, so they they haven't given us uh, the same uh, scale or, or instant uh, recognition that that we've gotten in the other markets. So Huffington Post um, made its name in the U.S. election a few years ago. Now, uh, U.S. recently had another election. How how did that work out for you? You you launched. Um, just ahead of that, you launched the Huffington Post Live video site. Um, what did you see from that? What have you learned about what works and what doesn't in, in video? No, it, 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 it's, it's always super exciting uh, for us when, when we have election time. As you, as you rightly say, you know, election, elections has actually been uh, you know, um, very important for the success of, of HuffPost because what we're always seeing is that we're able to cover it in a way that really um, attract a lot of people, engage a lot of people because there's a lot of discussion yeah. uh, going on on our platform. Um, and you know, So just talking about from a traffic perspective, just on election day uh, on our side in, uh, in the US, we had more than 10 million UVs uh, just in one day uh, across our, uh, across our um, video offering, uh, HP Live. We had uh, more than, uh, more than uh, a million people uh, um, taking part. So, so, so yes, what we have seen is that you know we are on the right path with with our uh, with our uh, video offering, and and also that you know we are still able to attract huge numbers of, of people, and and we haven't peaked in, when it comes to our traditional side in the U.S. That's at least what we feel. Really soon after AOL acquired Huffington Post, there was already some speculation that it wanted to sell it really quickly. Um, in the panel that we just uh, had, you said that there is naturally have, has been some natural interest from investors. Well, what's prompted that? Is it like just the speculation itself, or is AOL shopping Huffington Post? Uh, no, I, I think I can say for sure AOL is not shopping Huffington Post. Uh, be, because I, I speak with Tim Armstrong, the CEO, on a on a weekly, daily basis, uh, so he would he would tell me that. Uh, but but there has been a lot of uh, interest, and and uh, I think in in the early stages it, it came down to a few comments Ariana made uh, around uh, the integration, and, and 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 as you would expect, you know, when you when you buy a business like this and integrate it into a big American corporate like AOL, of course there's uh, there's a few setbacks, and 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 I think at that point in time um, that was what the press picked up and 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 why kind of um, they ran with the with with that story and no one went out and 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 said no that's not the case but I can definitely say it, it, it it's not the case it's not in the cards AOL is the owner and, and we are trying to build a global media brand with the support of AOL uh, but you know of course I, I I cannot stand here and say someday AOL won't sell it if the price is high enough or they're a better owner but but right now I think AOL is is a good owner for HuffPost and, and, and we'll keep it. So where are you with those setbacks right now? Have you ironed out all of the problems? No, yeah, you know, right now, um, I think one of the uh, one of the things that we potentially didn't get right in, in the early stages was that HuffPost was was totally integrated in in into well, you know, with the same tech team, with the same HR, with the same finance. And actually, now we've taken a step back. So HuffPost is now within AOL, a standalone business. And I think that's the right model for for HuffPost because only that way. You can unlock the full potential of it, and 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 the people will still feel that that is the HuffPost DNA, the HuffPost culture, and I think that is important for the people that work in, in HuffPost, and I think AOL has realized that. And I guess the whole TechCrunch thing was pretty disruptive for a while. Has that stabilized, or is TechCrunch still uh, uh, set to be a fixed part of the portfolio, or is that is that in play too? 
knows, TechCrunch is a very it's a very interesting uh, property that we have you know high ambitions for. So I I, I have no doubts that you know actually we're, we're going to see some uh, very interesting um, international growth plans for for, for TechCrunch and it will stay in the AOL family as well. And I think yes, you're right. There was some uh, some hiccups and bumps on the road, but uh, but you know it, it's actually interesting to see that uh, you know no one is, is is bigger than the brand, and actually the brand has survived and is still thriving. So so I think uh, you know that that goes to to you know the, the testament of, of the people there and, and of course the brand they've built. And lastly, and generally, where where is Huffington Post and AOL on this this journey of HuffPo helping AOL itself reinvent the way AOL does content? No, I, I think already now you can say that uh, that uh, HuffPost has has played a significant significant role in, in 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 crafting and defining how AOL is now going uh, going to market with some new content offering that that is actually now unfolding under AOL uh, with their existing O&O business. So, so there's been a lot of inspiration, a lot of uh, a lot of talks and, and cross pollination across, and and that's obviously interesting to see how that is going to play out. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. Enjoy Monte Carlo.